Hello and welcome to episode 107 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team. The boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. All right, Ross, you well? I am well, fighting fit. How about you? It's, uh, yeah, I've never been better, thank you. Yeah, after the last couple of minutes, you're probably feeling a little bit lighter on your feet. Man who said Shane Watson modelled his game on. Welcome, Michael. Hello, gents. Australia's number one Dan Christian fan and our guru. Welcome, Alex. Hello, lads. Oh, very good, mate. Um, just holding in the uh, breathing through my mouth at the moment. <laughs> well, you can't smell anyway, so it's all right. You're fine. It's me who's going to deal with it. <laughs> Fox doesn't smell it so dead, mate. You know that. We're in the triangulated Frederick Harold Sock Company studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. Don't forget our merchandise on Redbubble. Check out the hats. Fuck off. And the can coolers. Stab the elders in this country, you fucking idiot. <laughs> All right, so I've got a quick update. We've had a lot of uh, online heat generated in the last couple of episodes, and I've got a, a quick delve into a diary I've just created, and it's called the NST Diary. You may remember last episode, we talked about uh, we're taking the show on the road, the No Swears <laughs> Tour, the Middle <laughs> Podcast it. NST. Yep. Yep. So I've, I've started a tour diary, much like uh, Ricky Ponting's tour diaries <laughs> or Steve Wall's <laughs> tour diary. Yeah. Did, they, uh, did you write it with Brian Murgatroyd, or was it just you? <laughs> uh, no idea what you're talking about. All right, here's the entry for um, today. Dear Diary, day 14. Still, uh, sorry, checked trybooking.com, still no bookings. <laughs> mm. Damn. Uh, that's actually the same diary entry for all of the first 14 days. It's a worrying trend. <laughs> Do you th- it's concerning. It's development. Do you think it's, it's to do with our riders that we've stated? Maybe they're a little bit uh, over the top. Couldn't quite get I think, my. Yeah, the rider might be a little bit off-putting for people. Yeah. Nasser Hussain's tears a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, the bowl of Nasser Hussain's tears, the, the taxidermy <laughs> pigeon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you just got to you got to rob one museum. It's not uh, that hard. Uh, <laughs> my harem of uh, hangers-on. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Yeah, it's not very realistic. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the Maybe other thing that generated those. a lot of the other thing that generated a lot of online heat for us in the last uh, couple of episodes was um, Alex putting the call out for people to tell us their cricket pre-game preparation routine. Yep, yep, and it was uh, great heat initially when I put it out, and then uh, literally a month later I've remembered it again, so we'll go over it. <laughs> Now it's lukewarm. <laughs> yeah, so we hit critical mass and somehow we've gone back from yeah. critical mass on social media. Uh, but we did get some good responses uh, from a few guys on social media. And we do have a uh, special guest uh, response from a captive audience we have at the moment. Live in the, studio audience. In, the live studio, in one of the Frederick Harold Tri studios. This could almost count as the No Swears Tour if we've got a live audience. Oh, we, yeah, we should charge um, Lace <laughs> exactly $33 each or whatever it is. <laughs> um, so, Dino, uh, one of our uh, favourite social media correspondents. One of your favourite social media correspondents. Yep, uh, he got back to us <laughs> with... German precision. What else you got With do? Italian precision, he got back to us. Like the train's running on time under Mussolini's watch. Beat that. Beat that. <laughs> Was a bit leading. Yeah. Um, so I'll run you through Dean's, and then after I've gone through everyone's, I'll like um, a bit of a response from everyone on, on the podcast about what they did or used to do back when they were playing cricket. Ross. 
So, Dean Ivanetti. Um, so, the night before, he'd pack his kit, very diligent. So, in that kit would go his cricket gear, pre-aired out from the training, from the Thursday night training. So, he'd air it out for two days, mm-hmm. so it's not stinky when he puts it on. Mm-hmm. Obviously, clean, uh, washed and pressed whites. Um, two full water bottles for hydration purposes. And um, if you, you know, when you come off, when you're like real, you just pour it over your face. One of those is pour it over your face. Yep. Um, his shirts, his shirt, cricket shirt, cricket pants, spare socks, and a jumper in case it's cold. Yep. Sunscreen, of course. He's a very um, sun smart fella mm-hmm. with his bucket hats he wears. And he'd bring his civvies for later just in case he's going out on the town. Nice. You know, just couple of pair of ciders for the great man. Couple of, yeah, going out in the disco, popping his, popping his stuff on the D floor. That's it. Um, so, uh, Dean, um, so Dean... We'll go on to a costume party dressed as Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> White New Balances, just mwah, fresh. They've been clean and pressed too, mind you. Maybe it was a Coit's presentation night he had to go to. Oh, potentially. Yeah, I'm so... Into here. So, I've got a response from Connor McNichol, who plays at the same club yes. Dino plays for, and yeah, some contrasting pre-game... <laughs> stuff here so Connor McNichols and this is verbatim Friday night sink and piss until the early hours of the morning turn up late miss the warm up make sure you're not prepared and absolutely hung yep. for a shit game of cricket that's it that's it it's pretty fucking succinct <laughs> and I think pretty correct I would say accurate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. He does of, yeah. extremely accurate had the great pleasure of playing with Connor for a few seasons <laughs> and um, the one time he forgot his uh, whites. His white pants. That's right. And just uh, his pants. Just his pants, and he had to borrow a pair, and they looked like jumpers. They were under thirteen, like, like flood pants, weren't they? They were yeah. just up to his shins, <laughs> like he was playing a game of nineteen fifties baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking tidy. Oh, fuck, that was good. <laughs> All right, I'll go over to. Um, Another avid listener. I'm not sure if he's listened to a thing of our stuff. No, no way. Brett Lacey, who's in the room at the moment. If he's any good, he wouldn't be listening to this. Yeah, true. Good point. And he is any good. Yeah. Okay, so it was a pretty good list. And talk about explaining everything to the team. Um, so, whites and kit in my bag by the door night before. Yep. Shorts, training tee, thongs by the bed. Because that's what you get up and put on. Mm-hmm. Massive swig of milk from the bottle. I love that one. <laughs> just just got to get your calcium fucking limits up for the day. You're going to take a catch. You don't want your fingers broken. So <laughs> I don't want puffing up. Stringing in the bones before you go out. I like it. <laughs> then it's a self-reflection in the shower. Wonder why I play this game. <laughs> Pestered by the missus to do something for her before I go. Politely decline. Get yelled at. Realise why I play cricket. <laughs> Leave from the ground at 10.30am to get away from the missus. Oh, I've fucking done that many a time, I tell you. <laughs> Go via the newsagents for a paper, bakery for a pasty, tab for a punt. Avoid young cunts in the team bragging about six cruises they had last night. Connor McNichol. <laughs> engage, engage the opposition captain as warm-ups begin so I miss them. <laughs> Either alpha the oppo captain or come to a gentleman's agreement that borders on match fixing. (laughs) If we bat, I'm in at four or five so I don't have to score a square leg. If we bowl, I go to slip. The others can sort the rest out. 
Before the first ball is bowled, I like to have aired three to four sledges to settle in. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So I reckon I've fucking... The the, uh, best part of the segment's already done there, lads, but I'll run you through my prep. Now, mine's more of the Mm. Dean Ivanetti style. Ernest. Yeah, yeah. So during the week, I make sure all my... Cricket apparel is in one bag. Everything, mm-hmm. regardless of whether I'm playing one day or two days, because mm-hmm. in my league we're that good that we have one day kids. <laughs> in, in, in the morning off. <laughs> in the morning, I don't know why I write this. I must have been halfway through doing something at work. In the morning, I get up apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wake up. I wake up. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. There's another day. Um, I have a shower. Then two coffees. But while the coffee's brewed, knock off a couple of chores. Maybe pick up the dog shit in the backyard. Do a bit of laundry. Put the dishes away from the night before. Um, While I'm having the two coffees proper, uh, watch some form of media. Then I drive to the ground. Talk shit while inspecting the pitch because I know shitloads about pitches and what it's going to do. I like to lean down just on the side of it so I don't disturb the bowling line and press with my fingers into the pitch to see how hard it is. Because that'll make a difference about how I bat. I ask someone whether it will turn or not, and then a lot of people just say, not sure, mate. And they <laughs> Regarding the warm-ups, of actually warming up for cricket, I never bat before I play a game, uh, unless I have a semi-autistic captain coach that forces everyone to have a hit. Well, I don't at the moment, so I'm not batting, which probably goes to show considering my batting output this year. And I roll a few over just next to the centre wicket, but not on the centre yeah, wicket before we play. Yeah. So that's my pre-game stuff. I'll go over to you, Bull. Um, mine has is, mine is evolved over time now that I'm a functioning member of society and get myself to a game of cricket. <laughs> so it certainly made life a bit easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much make sure the whites are ready... Friday nights. Yeah, um, that's good. That's smart. Yeah, and then Saturday morning is just nothing really. Like we used to, used to go and get a coffee every morning oh, with yeah. uh, old quarter chicken and chips. Mm-hmm. Our our favourite. Uh, Not listening. Rotund uh, friend of ours. Rotund. Well, he's a big barrel-chested oh. man, isn't he? Oh, I reckon he's about. Fifty kilos soaking wet these days. Oh, mate. is he really? Yeah, yeah. I'm, all of our listeners that don't know him are really interested. Yeah, in true. Tracks. Get back on the beef. Big fella. Oh, fuck it out. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, nights really boring. Buildings. Drive to the ground. Uh, exactly the same as you. Look yeah, at the yeah. pitch like I know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, watch someone touch the pitch. Mm-hmm. Ask them what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They'll say, oh, I reckon it'll keep low, get on the front foot, which yeah. fucks me because I'm a back foot player. Yeah. And then the first ball shoots through a head hike. So, <laughs> um, yeah, really good stuff. Uh, Michael. Alrighty, so um, mine revolves around getting up like I do the same thing everyone does pack your gear the night before that yeah. seems to be the standard fuck we're smart get up have a shower stand it for 25 minutes visualising what I'm going to do for the day <laughs> Matty Hayden whether it be take, like whether it be take whether it be take all 10 or make 200 whichever <laughs> will be batting or bowling um, I then I then find my way to my automobile once I've gotten dressed and I sit in the driver's seat 
turn it on and sit there contemplating what I'm going to put on the um, musical selection. Usually just put on my car playlist oh, nice. in the car. Who to thunk it? Um, yeah. I reverse out of my driveway and proceed to drive 15 minutes out of my way to pick up my first passenger, Alex from the cloud. <laughs> As I as I picked up Alex from McLeod and battered he and um, battled away his undisciplined dog, so I can go to cricket. <laughs> I then drive, I then drive a further ten minutes out of my way to Rosanna to pick up David. <laughs> Once I've picked up these two chaps, I'll swing past the newsagent and grab a paper. I'll head to Subway and grab a foot-long BLT because everyone knows processed cheese and processed meat are exactly what you need to get through 80 That's overs it. of cricket. Just a light snack. One lettuce leaf, please. Because, yeah. because, because I'm on a health kick, because I'm on a health kick, I'll get a large Sprite instead of a Coke. Because it's, because it's clear, it's like water and it's good for you, so that's okay. I'll then, I'll then proceed to sit there as I read the paper and um, go about my business eating my sandwich. Just before we do get to the ground, I make sure on the playlist I put on Foo Fighters, My Hero, and turn to David and Alex and say, is this the song that goes through your head when I go out to bat? And then we pull into the cricket ground. I, I make my way in the club rooms. I eat my Subway. I read my paper. I then go take one of the most horrendous shits you'll ever smell, making the toilet... Making the toilet pretty much inhabitable for the next for the remainder of the day. I then go out and either make either take two for about a hundred or make a classy thirteen. And that's quarter pretty much off. my day at cricket. Yeah, quarter mid off. Every week, quarter mid off. Or, or bowl trying to hit it to mid off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, over to you, Ross. I don't know you can beat that. Uh, well, yeah, it's been a very long time since I played cricket, but listening to all those stories, I managed to think back to what I used to do. I loved the idea you'd pack your bag the night before because I never had a cricket bag. So I'd get up in the morning, put on, put on some clothes, and then pick up the four pieces of white clothing I needed to play cricket that day. And they'd usually end up in this little... About 30 centimetre long Essendon VFL bag I had. <laughs> That's right. With a pair of sneakers, not, not cricket shoes, just a pair of sneakers to play in, a pair of white <laughs> socks, you know, your white trousers, white t-shirt, maybe the uh, vest that I stole from someone, I reckon, on stage, but it's definitely didn't buy. And I had a, for a long time in that bag, I had a, a run-up marker that I never used. So that would go <laughs> Who the fuck do you have a run-up marker? I must have stolen off someone gear. again. Yeah. Of all the cricket gear you could have had. <laughs> That's what he had. Not sick, not fucking uh, spent bales. No, no, no not a box. Cl- club, club sunscreen all the way. Can't afford that stuff. Um, club obviously, kit. Obviously, you know, get your money. So, you know, not an absolute hobo. I'll turn up with some money for the umpire. No pads, no bat, yeah. no gloves. Uh, yeah, just classic use. The club provider kit, I might as well use it. That's it, yeah, otherwise it's going to waste, didn't it? So, yeah, also, yeah. Ross, yeah. just quietly, because you're paying for an umpire, umpires all carry their own run-up markers. 
Oh, I don't know why he did get out of He's probably still in the bag if I went and found the bag now. There's a grey nickels run up, Mark. It's the most expensive piece of cricket equipment in the bag. Post it on the socials if you can find it. Go into a good home. Unused. <laughs> Unused. Yeah, never, never seen a blade of grass. Yeah. Um, I'd usually, pretty much, you know, just drive myself to the ground. Turn up on time was a usual thing. Uh, sometimes there's a little bit. Of, I do recall some uh, drive-through Maccas or Red Rooster was a bit of a favourite there at different times. Turn up on the ground. Because what I, cricket, I never played a lot of cricket as a young kid. So what I discovered is you'd drive there, you know, you'd be told to get there at whatever time. You'd turn up at that time, and what would you do? You'd stand around for at least half an hour, 45 minutes, <laughs> yeah, doing fuck fucking all. nothing. <laughs> yeah. just give me the shits, and I'd wonder why I couldn't turn up 45 minutes later. So if you had your Maccas or Red Rooster, at least you gave you something to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing was that... Um, you turn up there, okay, everyone's standing around talking shit about the pitch and what it's going to do, and it's fucking concrete and carpet, mate. It's not going to be fucking easy. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, of course, there'd be jobs to do. And having never played cricket, I was no good at any of those jobs. So it was, you know, avoiding doing those jobs, like setting up the stumps or, you know, putting lines yeah. out or something. It's just no, no good. But I would grab the cones and, you know, walk the boundary and drop the cones off. That was okay. Because you yeah. could just uh, dawdle around and take as long as you wanted you thought maybe someone interesting in the team would arrive that you want to talk to. But <laughs> that never happened because you always play no, that never happened. Like, you're fucking with like, um, Yeah, Keezy and blokes like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Keezy is at least interesting. Beat that. No, he was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah not many blokes have a piss at square leg. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, re- I reckon he dropped his strides it. too. Yeah. He was a pants full down while well, pissing. Yeah, yeah. Arse out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much the pre-game. And, like, all that stand around doing nothing, not much changed when the cricket match started for me. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to hear next, kid, yeah. um, is post-game. Yes, I want to oh, hear oh, what oh. your post-game is. I know what oh, narcissists will be. Driving ten minutes out of your way yeah. to drop ball. <laughs> Calling someone a fucking idiot. <laughs> get, club. get in a blue with a club legend. Steam yeah. off in the car park. <laughs> <laughs> Tell everyone there. Fuck, I hate this joint. And then Spray see you Tuesday. I'll get, see you Tuesday. Get, get, get someone did you brand some new fucking ice first, at him. Yeah, that's... Oh. Fargo, have some fucking moron back into your brand new <laughs> fucking car. <laughs> Let's hear about you. Anyone who still listens to this, why? But if you are, yeah. let us know about your post-game oh, yeah. routine. To be fair. Either on the circuit or at the club, whatever you're doing. Yeah. I would want a weekly update for whatever Connor McNichol does post-game. Yeah. I reckon fucking... Yeah. It's just, I want to live my life vicariously through think, that man. I think Connor's gone steady, so Ooh. I'm not sure that he's the best value on the circuit. Really? He's gone steady? Oh, I don't know. Here. Like, he's... um. He's skipping cricket this week to go to the Gold Coast for 21st, so I think he still might be good value. Yeah, Should we beat the God setting or beep? Nah, so, fuck him. Okay. Um, we want to hear from nah. Dane. That's what we want. Everyone knows that's what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> ah, fair enough. All right, cool. Well, that's a well, That's pretty good. Critical mass, I reckon. Oh, that's yeah, good. That's good. Uh, that's what's good. up next, yeah. Roscoe? Yeah, we've got to, we've got to talk about um, some cricket now. Got the first oh, test between Australia and Pakistan. It's back to me reading out scorecards, you fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come and put on my monotone for you, Alex. Yeah. 
This is the uh, first test of the ICC World Test Championship at uh, the Wollongabba Ground in Brisbane, November 21 to 24, in the year of our Lord 2019. (laughs) 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 All right, Pakistan batted first, Ashid Shafiq 76, the rest was shit, 240 all out, Mitchie Stark 4 for, Cummins 3 for, Noni Hazelwood couple of poles, Aussies batted then, Warner 154, Joe Burns 97, Marnus 185, Matty Wade 60. Rest fell away a bit, but they're 580 all out. <clears throat> and uh, far too much for Pakistan. Uh, Babar Azam and the keeper Rizwan got going, 104 and 95 each, but they're all out, 335, just shy of making Australia bat again. And it was the same three who did most of the damage. Three Stark, two Cummins, four Hazelwood. Mm. Yes. Bit of home cooking for They're trying to tell you, I've been... Yes, back on familiar shores. Mm. Yeah. I've been trying to tell you boys all summer that Smith kid looks no good. Yeah, Fucking, yeah. he didn't make any in this test. Mr. Damn, shit. Plays across the line all the shit, time, mate. Yeah, he's no fucking good. No good. He made four there. I think he's batting a bit too high at four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he's a genuine number eight. Yeah. You start kids at six and then you move them up, don't you? Yeah, I yeah, think, I think you play your best bat at six like local cricket. Eight. <laughs> Something maybe back to where he started his test cricket eight. Yeah. What, what you if he can bowl leggies? Mm. Yeah, uh, just give another option to his game. Selections by Pakistan. They played their 16-year-old bowler Nasim Shah yeah. uh, ahead of Muhammad Abbas, the man who invented fast bowling before Jofra Archer did. Yeah, good point. <laughs> mm. Oh, was Is that 16-year-old kid got one of those um, birth certificates written in crayon that says I'm 12? <laughs> I think there'll be some uh, flexibility about actually when he uh, popped out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does look very young, though. He has a young-looking oh, face, a bit of a baby yeah, face. Maybe so he's Brad 50. Pitt. Brad Pitt's got a chiseled jaw. He's looked that age since he was bloody 10. <laughs> <clears throat> so I guess the most impressive uh, aspect of that um, test match was Manus Labuschagne's maiden uh, test century. He yeah. managed to fall just short of a... He got a daddy hundred on as his maiden, but he didn't get a yeah. double. He fell just uh, quite and two thirds short of a double, <laughs> and uh, just caught shy of a triple cowan as well. So he could have gone the daddy double triple cowan, which would have been something special. That would have been one to write home about. Mm. I think I think I think he's that, that he'd be the oh. only person with a daddy double triple cowan. I know a quiny's a nine. I've forgotten cowan is a hundred balls faced. Yeah. Yep. yep. And I forget the rest that you bring Daddy's, up yeah, Daddy is higher than Mark War's highest test score, which is 154. Ah, true. Yeah, good call. 153, yeah. one or the other. So that's a I daddy. I thought it was 151. That. Yeah. Yeah. Double is 200, and, if you're not sure. And what's a stoyness? 30. 30. Stoyness, uh, 25. Yeah, I thought it was like 18 yeah. or something. <laughs> Probably. 28. <laughs> yeah. And uh, then there's, there's the Usman too. There's 37. Yeah. That's a bit hard. The is a better measure. <laughs> yeah, it feels like the Usman's a, is an old measure, you know, like feet and inches, whereas the Quiney's a real metric. Thing <laughs> it's a bit old hat. Funnily enough, yeah. Ross, I just opened a beer and it was, what decade did Australia switch to decimal currency? So oh, wow. talk about old hat technology. Yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> and I think that's the same time they got rid of eight ball overs. Yeah, yeah. true. Maybe? No, I think that's... I think, Joffre, I think Joffre pushed for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Draw for a decibel archer is what we call it. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So um, the man of the match out of that game was Manus. There you go. Yeah. Unsurprising. And, uh, points. Yeah. 
We've been on Australia, him. Australia, Australia, 60 points. Pakistan, yeah. nil point. Flogged them. <laughs> Ten goal win. Flogged them. Flogged them. 60. There's a lot of discussion on uh, ABC Radio, and uh, I read an interesting article today by Teddy Taylor, the X one, whether this match should have been a Air conditions. Because the crowds in Brisbane were fantastic. And also, yeah. once again, the issue was four day Christmas is coming. Ross, can I, ask you, can I ask you a question? You spent more time in England than the rest of us. What's the average capacity size like cricket stadium in England? Okay, right. Okay, yep, that's perfect. That, that that's so. If we have sellouts for the entire Ashes every single day, you're looking at maybe five days. If we're lucky, we'll say we'll say a hundred thousand. Maybe between between seventy five thousand, a hundred thousand. All right. We as a nation are losing our minds at the Gabba, and the English are taking great joy. And like one of our supporters said, "Oh, it's dress up day. Everyone's dressing up at seats at the Gabba. <laughs> it's a sixty thousand seat stadium." It's a 60,000-seat stadium, and yes, whilst it was empty, it had 13,000 in it, which is pretty much the same as you get at the first day of any English test in England. So maybe all these high and mighty English people who can't win anything without drawing it, just have a real think about what's going on. Well, if you've got to go that soft on them, I might just start potting you, mate. And also, think about the uh, Mm. population um, within close proximity to that ground as well compared to the population of post, yeah. close, close, close proximity to English yeah. ground. I mean, it's midweek. I it's still November, so there's no school holidays. Oh, but it was on like a here. Saturday, yeah. I think. The last day was a Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, so that's yeah. a day off. Like, yeah, you can't true. use that excuse. But it's playing cricket, isn't it? It's, uh, oh. I don't think it's anything. I think people just like talking about it. Yeah, yeah. a bit of a molehill. I think it holds low 40s or mid 40s. You could yeah. just see, say, 20,000 people there. I don't, like, oh, of course yeah. it would be. Yeah. I'm not expecting well, to be But, like, they're going, oh, but they're, the English people are going, oh, look how good it is over in New Zealand when we're playing We're playing New Zealand and it looks packed. It's like, yeah, but it's the same amount yeah, of people. Right. The New Zealand stadium's like a fucking third of the size. Yeah. Australia's always had the big teams of the moment, whether that be England or West Indies or others, get bigger crowds, and yeah. then the, the yeah. smaller, less popular sort of teams get lesser crowds. But... Um, one of the other things is that most of the cricket grounds in Australia have turned to stadiums over decades, and um, so they hold a lot more, and it looks a lot more empty. Yeah, yeah. and the reality too is that they're not built; they, they haven't turned into stadiums to host cricket. No. They've turned all the ones that have turned into stadiums have turned into stadiums to host Australian rules football, which yeah. which we warrants those up. crowds. Yeah. So, looking at the stadium and going, "Oh, that's not good enough because it's not full." It's not how it's not it's not yeah. fair judgment. No. That is true. Uh, also, is it interesting on fixturing, Ross, which you'll like? I think I've jumped in front of Ball a little right. after this. But um, the majority of the Pakistani expat population would be in Melbourne and Sydney, I think, and not necessarily Brisbane. So point. it's yeah, an yeah. interesting point. I think they did it probably because of New Zealand summer as well. New Zealand's coming over. Um, but it's interesting they played at... Adelaide and Brisbane, which don't have as necessarily as large Pakistani population or expat Pakistani population. Mm. So, yeah, mm. unless they're going to fly up for it, they're probably not going to be there. So I think that's probably that's why... a good point. I don't think they really worry about the crowd, but, um, you know, the usual sort of issues come up with not a lot of people there. Tickets are too expensive. 
yeah. grey cricket was still on on the Saturday, all those sort of yeah. regular things. So I don't think, actually, with TV money, I don't think the fans through the gate That's are worth it. That's just the cream, much. isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But, um, yeah, there were, I don't know, there was a bit of chat too on ABC and I had a mate who went there and, you know, he said, I don't think that the crowd number felt bogus, you know, like it was several thousand too high. But, you know, Inflated, you, know. you reckon, though? Yeah, there were whole sections, there were whole times, it felt like a whole stand, there was no one in it. Uh, it's hard to think it's almost a third full, if that's the case, but maybe it was. Mm. Or like the back having a spew, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> just ticket sales. What Second. Too much morning money up there, they can afford a bloody ticket to the cricket and not rock up. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm. FIFO dogs. <laughs> yep. Second test is underway. Australia batting pink ball test at the Adelaide Oval. I think uh, Tubby Taylor was on the money today when he said um, four-day tests would be great. It's Thursday to Sunday every week. Uh, he wants uh, pink ball four-day tests with 100 overs per day. And he said they'll have to play for, instead of the standard playing conditions of six hours currently, they'll have to go for six and a half, he said, which is what they currently do because they have too many breaks for drinks, gloves, and DRS takes too long. So, yes. Tubby, just saying what we're all thinking. Well, I'm not thinking that. Good Why not just stick with five days and yeah. force them to bowl 100 overs every That's it. Fucking get more cricket in. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, I thought you might all agree on the point about the glove changes in the oh, water. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, absolutely. And the slow yeah, overweights. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. See, Ross. personally... Don't get me started. <laughs> <with slow laughs> overweights, Ross. Sorry, Mick, you go. See, personally, I was, I was thinking what I thought Tubby would be thinking, and I was thinking... Fujitsu, Australia's favourite game. As a vision. Can't believe how far apart we were on that one. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that uh, India and Bangladesh played a day-night test match and um, King Kohli made a ton, so the theory is that every test match played in India from now on will be a day-nighter, so he makes <laughs> And uh, Sunil Gavaskar, Mick, had some interesting thoughts on how they should keep records about... Oh, he's an A-grade fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we discussed this last potty, didn't we? Were we talking about... Nah. The no, we discussed it privately. Oh, we? we? Where, I had, the same, the where yeah. I had the same sentiment that he's a fucking idiot. He wanted to keep the red ball tests and pink ball test stats separate. What a fucking uh, idiot. But it, didn't he also want to keep, like, day one days and day yeah, night one days separate Red ball well? one days. So when they started, there were yeah. red ball one days. Yeah, in white clothing yeah. and white ball. It's like, that's so long ago. You're probably the only person alive who played in a red ball one day, am I? Yeah. Fucking wake up to yourself. <laughs> that's when, like, when, Fuck. when will, when, like, when are they going to do us a favour and put the prick out to pasture? <laughs> like, treat him like, a, treat him like a sake, treat him like a sacred cow, just push him out, let him roam around, and no one bumps into him, let him do whatever he wants, but just don't put him on TV. It's that easy. Yeah, fair enough. No uh, one leaves behind this uh, riveting Pakistan test series and move over to some <laughs> Shield cricket, Alex. And I believe you have a wrap-up of uh, round four of the Shield plus some uh, Big Cox medal votes. Oh, my word, I do. We'll kick off with the New Big South Wales. Cox, mate. The bout between New South Wales and Western Australia, ding, ding. Uh, that was played in New South Wales somewhere. Uh, so New South Wales batted first. Um, and Steve Smith... He did his uh, treat like a net yep. and scored 103 off 295 balls, nice. which is his longest first-class 100 ever. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so we just took the piss. Um, Moses Henriquez in the first inning scored 91. Um, up at the top, um, DP Hughes scored 53. And you can go your sole way, scored a nice 65. So it was a bit of a run. Yeah. What's DP Hughes' name, please? Uh, David. Daniel. Uh, you Daniel. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> I was going to test you. You just said DP Hughes. You bastard. So they scored 444. Declared. Eight nice. down. Um, pick of the bowlers there was it was pretty spread out, but uh, MP Stoinis, that's Marcus Stoinis, <laughs> LN O'Connor, that's Liam O'Connor, uh, DJM Short is Darcy Short with two each. So Western Australia went all right. Let's have a bit of a crack at this one. They got rolled for 191. They've got them. We've got to get them. I mean, yeah. Uh, my mate Darcy Short, uh, LBW O'Keefe for 51 at the top. Oh, sock. Um, Smash scored a 43, uh, but they were pretty woeful. Pick of the bowlers there was PJ Cummins. I think that's Patricia. Not sure. Um, J.R. Hazelwood, maybe Jody. Noni. Jody. Um, NM Lyon with a twofer. Um, Starkey with a twofer and um, on the piss O'Keefe with a threefer. <laughs> 17.4 overs, four maidens, 36. To his finest. Yep. So New South Wales being so far in front, promoted uh, Moises Enriquez to opening. There you go, please. With um, David Hughes. Yep. Uh, <laughs> they, they put on 98 for no <laughs> wicket, just nice. belting them around. Yep. And they did belt them around with a 5.76 and over Shit. there. Yeah, smashed them. Um, then... Uh, Western Australia come out. Hold on. What they? What happened in New South Wales? They declare again. Yeah, they declared. Yeah. Double declaration. Yeah, two declarations. Right. So they're on top, mate. They're yeah, absolutely on top. Of word. I'm going to struggle with what who, what points got who here. So anyway, that's right. Uh, uh, so they uh, Western Australia got rolled for 128. Uh, fucking dated. What were they chasing? Uh, Three hundred something. Oh, Plenty over. Yeah. I just don't even Yeah, know. it doesn't matter. So much. Yeah, it's an astronomical figure. Yeah. You can't even put it into words. It's like that second, big that it's like that second form of infinity. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's, yes, one infinity, yeah. there's a different it's one. It's like trying it's to understand the distance between the sun and Pluto. It just cannot be put into words, so don't even try. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You can't even calculate no, no. it. It's impossible yeah, to. No. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> pick of the batsman, JP Inglis, who's a keeper from Western Australia. Yep. Johnny. Yep, Johnny Inglis. Yep. <laughs> 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 with a 46 batting at 8 yeah, was the pick it. of the batsman um, Stark with a 4 just cleaned him up mm-hmm. um, so my votes for this game are Steve Smith with a 3 for his treating it like a net he got 3 votes mm-hmm. Moises Enriquez with 2 votes because he scored 91 and 60 odd mm-hmm. or 42 pretty good and Mitchell Stark because he got 6 for the match so he bowled pretty well, cleaned him up on the uh, last day of this match. Well, Johnny Inglis is a bit stiff, but yep. Yeah, Johnny Inglis. Uh, so moving over to South Australia v Tasmania. Yeah. Now, this was a ding-a-ding-ding, let me tell you, okay. with some high scores. Mm-hmm. It's a ding-a-ding-ding draw, but uh, very high scores well, High-scoring draw, that's what we like. Yep. Henry Hunt at the top of the uh, young fella. Yep. Uh, 132 My opening. Brother. Yep. Um, he opened with Jake Weatherold, and Jake Weatherold said, whether you're old, you like it or not, I'm scoring 198. <laughs> so he wasn't out in the first mm-hmm. over? No, he no, wasn't. He scored 198. Yeah. Um, so they put on 293 for the first wicket. Yeah, that's good count. Yeah, fucking unbelievable. So it's a run fest in South Australia where they played. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, now we're back. The mouse moves started to move again. Ah! 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what they did was finish with 490 <laughs> for six declared. Yep. Hey, good on that. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> South Australia. So, Probably there was, there was yeah. three Ginfers put yeah. up um, by Tassie. Who went for a time. Jackson two. Bird had a, gin, a, one, a ginf, one for Ginfer. Gin, one run yeah, Ginfer. Gin one for. Gin yep. one for, that's it. Yep. 101 off his 31 overs. Well batted. Um, uh, his brother Rainbird. Half brother. Half brother Rainbird just missed out on a Ginfer. He got two for 95. Ooh, disappointing. Lucas Neil Smith. Ooh, stiff. Um, got a Gin two for 105. Yep. And Bo, the quarterback, Webster, got a uh, gin one for 110. Oh, nice. Yep. So, Tassie then batted, and they did a uh, sporting declaration. Um, so they made 345 for five declared. Mm. So they declared uh, 145 down. Nice. Very interesting. Just yeah. to make a game of it. Yeah. Just something that... Um, Talk about points. Something that Bancroft really loves is just, you know, yeah. you just sport a declaration. And no yoga. matter, no yeah. matter whether you fucking just batter for 17 yeah. days before yeah, you sport a declaration. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, good no, on no, no, no sporting ginfers in the bowling there nah. by South Australia. Chad says uh, 20 overs, four maidens, none for 50. Maybe it's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe that's not his level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, NP Winter, I think that's Nick Winter. That is Nick Winter. Yes. Yep. Exactly the same figures, but one more made it. So 20 overs, no wickets for 50. Yep. So South Australia's second innings. Please talk. Henry Hunt made a 69. Dinner for two. Oh, chomp, There's chomp. lots of 69s this year, yeah, I reckon. It's because it's the best number. Cal Ferguson, um, he uh, went out by the Rainbird Hello. on 82. Yep. Um, and hanging with Mr. Cooper made a well-crafted 19 off 11 balls. I'm glad you brought that up. Yep. Oh, it's hanging with Mr. <laughs> oh, Jake Lehman had an absolute fucking stinker. Did he? Too. Yeah, but one over went for 10. He made oh. seven here. The other fucking dick didn't even bat the other dick. Oh, that made one. So the openers made fucking 293 between them, and he comes in and makes one bold. Bold. It's a fucking road. Jesus. Hasn't he gone down? Still That's a bit, fellas. Kai slide, Still a bit. Fucking, he was nearly playing test cricket fucking two years ago. Fucking hell. His dad's not charged anymore, That's mate. That's it. Yeah, that's fucking true, Mick. <laughs> okay, so we're going to move on to Tasmania second innings. Um, Alex Doolan with a ton opening. That's dual tons for the game, isn't it? Uh, he, it Alex Doolan made a Calvin ton. All right. Yeah, a okay. double Calvin. Off 200 balls. 201, to be exact, mate. Nice. What else happened? Well, we're... Nick Winter took a two for an, um, Wes Agar took a three for Putrid. Mm-hmm. My votes are Alex Dooler with the three for his cow and tongue. Twin tongues. Jake Weatherall for his 190-odd in the first dig mm-hmm. on the biggest road on earth. Yeah. <laughs> and Henry Hunt Mike's with um, 131 and also another amount of runs. 69 runs in right, the second chomp, dig chomp. too. So it was, a ba- <laughs> it was a batting weekend, so I had to give it to the bats. The bowlers did nothing. Yeah, fuck them. I don't care if you toil 20 overs for 50. Don't care. No, if you didn't get a wicket, fuck you. Yeah. I agree. And now, what the most exciting. Again? Who got the three? Alex de Doolan. Doolan, and then yeah. Weatherall. Yeah, yeah, and then Henry yeah. Hunt, mate. And then Mike's brother. And then Lehman. All right. Go <laughs> <laughs> on. So, so the most exciting match of the round is yeah. Queensland versus Victoria, and it was a bit of a swapsy, swapsies of the inning. So I'll, I'll, I'll bury the lead to start with. Please. 
Um, so Queensland scored 183 in their first team. Then Victoria went on made 300, mm. declared. Queensland then made 306 in their second dig, and then rolled Victoria for 130 and Jeez. won the game. What were the votes? Well, well I'll go through the score. Oh, okay. You want to see the scores, see the scores mate. So not much of a, to really look at for Queensland first no. dig, apart from a Chris Hepfrey 60, fighting 64. Hempfrey B. Bear. Absolutely. Um, Jimmy Pat with two wickets. Pierre with three. Uh, Will Sutherland with two. And, uh, oh, John Holland. John Holland with a three for oh, Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, Dutchy. Cool. Um, Peter Sporting Declaration Hanscom uh, made 92, batting at three. That's yep. the uh, only thing of. Oh, Jimmy Pat made 42. Got him. In that dig there, and they put on three open for that. A couple of everyone sort of made their 20s and yep. 30s. Starts. Like yeah, starts. Um, Mitchell Swepson, what do you do with a broom? You sweep, son. Yeah. Forfer. You're supposed to say that bit before you say your surname. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't often read out no, scorecards. As you can probably tell me. No, you're doing well. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, keep going. Pick me up. Uh, Matty Redshaw with a 28 <laughs> in the second dig. How good's he? We don't talk about 28 to read a score. Uh, do we talk about uh, CJ Gavin's 45? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do, yeah. Yep. So, again, it was a, uh, you know when you say everyone contributed? Starts. Yeah, everyone got starts. No, our two blokes made a 50, JJ Pearson and uh, Stackney made a 50 down the lower order, but all the middle orders did their did their job. They they did a, um, oh, shit, what's it called? Yep. Uh, uh, effective batting yeah. partnership, yeah, EVP. Fuck. Um, Jimmy Pattinson with a four-fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's in the wickets, mate. Pierre Siddle with a three-fuck. Yep. Um, big Chris Tremaine, mate. They're two for 71 of yep. 20. Head like a robber's dog. Yep. Oh, absolutely. There's some ugly cunts. <laughs> oh, just in cricketing. They've, even, they've dropped all their ugly cunts. They're still ugly. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. It's an ugly squad. Like, yeah, like, there's an ugly 35 blokes in Australia. They're all playing cricket in Victoria. Last innings. What happened? All right. Victoria went out. Queensland said, we've got them. They've got to get yeah. it. It's not much. It's about 200 odd. And then they and then <laughs> Victoria come out. And the top score of the innings is twenty seven. The only bloke to make twenty was Matt Short. Yep. Oh fucking thank God. Yep. And the top of the innings, he got caught by Street, Bold Edwards, uh, for twenty seven. And the rest of the next highest score was the Fraser McGurk. <laughs> the Gherkin. Yep. The Dill Pickle himself made nineteen. Yeah. Um, Gavin got in, caught behind. Yep. Yeah. So uh, everyone shared the wickets. They fucking didn't even make the runs. Victoria's shit. Votes? They're shit this year. All oh, right, votes. What do you do with the broom, you Mitch Swepson? <laughs> no, Mitchell, what do you do with the broom, you Swepson? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. he got three because right, right, he took you. some wickets in both digs. Yeah, good one. Um, uh, Pierre Siddle yep. is something. The Frenchman. Yeah, yeah. And I've only picked one, the only person from Queensland who got votes. With Swepson and Steckity got the one vote. Nice. Yeah. That was good. <sighs> Just had a sip of the beer after that one to celebrate for yeah, such a I'm... good reading of some scores. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm pretty good at this game, lads. What's next, Ross? Yeah, let's move <laughs> on. Quick, quick shoot through some uh, day one scorecards of round five. Tazzy bowled out for 170. Steckity, five for 19. And... Um, in reply, Jesus. Queensland 4 for 98 at stumps. So they nearly got first innings points if there was such a thing anymore. Damn, he's got some 54 not out. And you forgot your point skin. Never mind. Uh, let me look um, through and see if I can find them. Oh, I've got the points here, Ross. Do you want the points now? Yeah. 
Yeah. Queensland 6.6, Victoria 1.62. Uh-huh. See the mouse wheel here, that mouse wheel, guys. South Australia 2.87, which is fucking good, finishing the prime. Tasmania 1.76. Uh-huh. And going over New South Wales on Bulls Potato Internet. Um, <laughs> New South Wales 7.5, mm-hmm. Western Australia 0.2. Nice. Got the team sheet right, and I think the coin toss worked perfectly. Got the extra 0.1. New South Wales and Victoria are playing at the Melbourne Cricket Ground in Melbourne. And um, New South Wales at stumps on day one, two, two, three for six. Peter Neville, 40 not out. He's played 111 first-class matches. Did you know that? Never play again, uh, all of them, uh, All of them since Tim retired him. In first-class cricket. Good on him. Two for Pato, two for Siddle, one for Holland, one for Tremaine. Spread it out. Bit of a slow Spread day there, 220. Uh, there's three uh, overs to go in West. 296 no, yep. for five, Western Australia. Cameron Green. Jeez, he's turned this into an absolute rich vein of form. He was batting at eight there a few weeks ago and made the 87 and a ton. He's been elevated up to number six now, and he's on 95 not out. Hoping to get his nice. Didn't get dizzy at those heights. Sorted mm. before stumps. Uh, uh, Marcus Stoinis made a double stoin. He got 79. Oh, good on him. Would have been cock a hoop about that. Chad Sayers, too far. Joe Many, if any, too far. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Australia staring down the barrel of another uh, non outright victory. Oh, I'm not sure they'd say barrel and South Australia in the same sentence, Ross. You might have to, <laughs> might have to beep that back. Beeped it. <laughs> Be- beeped it. <laughs> We move on to a little bit more domestic cricket, and it's the Matador. No, it's not the Matador. What's it called? The Marsh One Day Cup final. Marsh. Marsh, Marsh One Day, Day Cup, Cup set to sizzle. Yeah, that's it. Get your lanyards out. <laughs> so, um, what a shit game. First, they made. Yeah, yeah, they're in deep. Well, the, the most interesting thing that happened for the first half of the game was the way. Um, even Kawadra sort of take a coin toss. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> fucking god! I loved it. It was so fucking good. <laughs> For those who so may not have seen three it. Three steps and a hop and yeah. then just flicked it about 15 <laughs> metres away. Fucking the highs <laughs> you've ever seen a coin go. It must have gone 20 metres in the air. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> no one knew what I reckon he, I reckon he must have taken his watch off before the game and didn't realise how <laughs> lighter his wrist was. He just went, shoo! Oh, fuck. The presenter didn't know what to do because the camera's meant to be pointing in one spot and the presenter dragged everyone back to where he was after the coin toss was done. Okay, well, talk to me over here, please. <laughs> everyone had ran off over looking at whether it was heads or tails. Fucking great. brilliant. Uh, it's very good. Queensland, terrible. Got yeah. rolled early. Is this the game where Agar got his face smashed open? No, that was a warm-up game. Oh, uh, the lead-up ones. Yeah. It took a good oh, catch this game, but also dropped one. I thought yeah. they were five for fifty, Queensland. I said, did I not, Alex, that uh, the pe- the keeper Pearson to make seventy odd and Queensland make two hundred. Yeah. You Jim said Steckity would make a few too, and he did as well. well Steckity would make twenty three, oh, and I said Nisa would make forty, but yeah, those yeah. two didn't. Yeah. You were Pearson right about JJ Pearson, yeah. Right about and Queensland did make two hundred and five. They were all out in the last over, so Cardinals in there didn't bat their overs. They could have been oh, Ross. <laughs> Could have been the difference. Yeah, three <laughs> balls. Western Australia. Yeah, that's um, 18 runs left on the table. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Possibly more, but no more. Who knows? NCN, three for. Um, 
Western Australia. Western Australia weren't batting particularly well, but they had their rock there, Sean Marsh, and he made 101 not out of 132 balls. He fucking Marcus Stoinis made 37. Ashton Ago at the end, 29 not out. Three mm-hmm. overs to spare, six for 210. Doddle. So, yeah. Matt Renshaw got some wickets, bowling some absolute poo, I believe. Yeah. Oh, oh shit. Who did get that half tracker? Fucking hell. The pitch in his half. Yeah. Westgate or whatever the West. I'd go out to him. He That's got the type stories, of shit I go out to all Yeah, good point. Straight to mid-off. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, then that was the Marsh One Day Cup run and one. Um, what did people think about the new format? Did it uh, razzle their berries? The split between mm. the Shield and the... I don't mind it. No. No, I, I hearken back to the good old days when you'd play a Shield match and a Mercantile Mutual Cup game against the same opposition in the week. And then you'd... You'd move on. The caravan of cricket rolls on. No, I like the I like the carnival of. Do you? I like the carnival of this day. Yeah, but it's all like the, the final spot. being at the Allen Border Field, Alex. It's fuck that ground is shit. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> it it is like a shit thing, ground. A day game on a Tuesday. Yeah. Look, to me, when Proper when time. they play, that I was the best part. I don't mind when they play. That ground is terrible. You look around at this like some uh, whoever. I mean, it, it is a traditional time slot for a final, Ross. Day game yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday day game. And the best thing about is, yeah, the best thing about it is it makes it easier to ignore. Yeah. Because you're because you're at work, so the odds of flicking the channel and accidentally seeing it are drastically reduced. Yeah, yeah. true. So what it's really really to... good. I think. They... Should play more games. They they finished. They played seven games each. They played the last of the home and away games on Wednesday last week. Before the day before. Need the more of it. Um, started and then the final was on the Tuesday. No games in between. What did they say? Or did all is that part of the Australian Cricket Association? They said we can't play any uh, one day cup matches it. while the Test match is on. Yeah, you yeah. read the MOU. You can't take the crowds away from the test, mate. <laughs> <laughs> could you, yeah, could you imagine if they had had that at... Could you imagine if they had had that final at Allen Border Field during the test match? We know only one fucking, there. Only 12,000 would have rocked only up. Only Luke Sparrow would have turned up. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Not even the players' families. They would have been enthralled at what was happening mm. in Bit North. Not even the yeah. 17 blokes getting the throwdowns on the nets no, literally next to the ground. Yeah. Marsh Cup set to no, sizzle. Ma- yeah, Marnus's dad's a big Sean Marsh fan. He would have been fucking over there fucking watching Sean Marsh at AB Field. My word, he would have been. Yes, I did listen to a bit of the... Um, I saw a bit of that. Was it Jared Waitley for SEN was uh, interviewing Marnus's dad during the call of a game or something? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Disgusting. The other, the other You're never Channel happy 7, with media types. All their commentators could take a bullet other than um, Ricky Ponting. Oh, yep. shit. And I listen to them. And um, Foxtel, they were, Jeez, they what, were decent. What? Oh, okay. Foxtel yeah, Foxtel are good. Except for Ward. Um, yeah, Ward is Mark Howard, Mark Howard can go jump off a bridge. So he's shit. No, I like, I like how he's going Screaming and carrying on. Gim's on him. He's on him? No, he's shit. I watched the KO Mini. Every time he was on, I wanted to switch it off. It was just terrible. Anyway. Mm. Uh, move on from that and look at some local cricket news. I think got a few little bits for us. Yeah, I got a couple um, here. So uh, first off, we uh, we're in Victoria and we're in the um, worst suburb in Melbourne Victorian cricket competition where uh, Bayswater took on Werribee. Um, <laughs> so 
loved it. And the reason this game, the reason, the reason this game's significant is because we had Bayswater's Nick Rickaby took a hat trick, right. which oh. yeah, that's pretty good, you know. Well done to him. But in then, then in the in the following innings, Jack Budd of the Werribee Cricket Club also took a hat trick. Fuck so there's a hat trick in each innings for each team in the one day. So well done to those two boys. Um, one of the other ones I've got was um, the Mount. There was a chap playing for Mount Eliza in. Look, judging by the build of him in one of the lower grades, yeah. and um, <laughs> looks like he, looks like, <laughs> he looks like he ate Mark Cosgrove. Oh, but um, big oh. man. he hit six sixes off and over. So, yeah, so well done him. Six sixes off and over is pretty rare, so well done there. Um, One thing I will make is I wanted a bit more information on this lad, but Harold's son, I'm not subscribing to your fucking newspapers. I stopped posting shit on my fucking Facebook page, so I can't read it, you cunts. Dogs. Alrighty. um, And lastly, and depending on which side you're on, most definitely leastly, we're going to touch on a bit of school cricket. Now, whilst it's local cricket, it's not local cricket in Australia, it's local cricket in India. So um, I'm just going to read this verbatim from the article. So cricket can be a cruel game, but it doesn't get any more demoralising than this. Life was hard enough for a school team in India when it conceded 761 with the ball. And with victory... With, with victory all but impossible, pride was the only thing on the line. That's it. Unfortunately, even that became a tough thing to salvage as the <laughs> under-16 side was bowled out for just seven. Seven! <laughs> yeah. With each of the 11 batsmen all making ducks. <laughs> Do it in sundries. I've always said that, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah, so it was... Um, where is it? Yeah, so children, so the children's welfare school was so that probably says enough there. Unfortunately, it was bundled out in six overs in its Harris Shield match, Didn't named after Mark Ross. Marcus Harris for all his work he's done in Mumbai. So good <laughs> on him. Um, and they were playing the Swami Vekandan International School, the SVIS. Come so on. I think I think that's where Tip Madsley went. The SVIS. Um, <laughs> VIS tip. <laughs> So uh, the, S- the SVIS had a 754-run victory. The only runs that were managed in the second innings of the clash were extras, one leg by and six wides. Oh, so the, uh, the key bowler for the SVIS was Al- Alok Pal, who took six for three. Fucking bowling wides, Alok, sort yourself out, That's mate. That's it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, right, right, right. So one of their bats made 338 from just 118 balls. He hit 56 fours and seven sixes. Jesus. Jesus, 56. So, um, yeah, so according to the India Today Children's Welfare School, also copped a 156-run penalty for failing to bowl its overs in the allotted time. <laughs> uh, fair enough, 156 <laughs> runs. Fucking hell. I agree yeah. with that. Do it in penalties. But you wonder why the fifty-six fours might have something to fucking do with it. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, mate, mate, makes it pretty fucking hard to bowl your overs and some pricks putting you over the fence they every second. Fucking, fucking ball. love kicking but, down, yeah. don't they? Indeed. Jesus yeah. Christ! I've got one question for you, Michael. Does the um, yeah, does the article say anything about the SVIS and the size of the cupboards? 
No, it doesn't. Okay. No, unfortunately, unfortunately it doesn't. It doesn't talk about any nocturnal activities. I just wanted to check. Thank you. Thanks for that. <laughs> and that's um, local cricket Indian style. Nice. <laughs> Intriguing. I am uh, brutal. Have a look now at a, um, a sticky situation that happened in a recent country Victorian <laughs> cricket <laughs> it's round eight of the Warrnambool District Cricket Association. The match between the Woodford Eels and the West Warrnambool Warriors was marred by the bizarre incident that left officials from both clubs scratching their heads. Oh, no one knew. Mm. Don't, want to, don't want to be scratching mm. your head from both sides. Yes. <laughs> no, one side, maybe. It's a uniquely sticky situation that was uncovered early in the match during an attempted run-out. Woodford's oh, no. wicketkeeper's attempt to whip off the bales to dismiss a West Warrnambool Warriors batsman. Bales didn't come off cleanly, and after further inspection, I'm not sure how much actual inspection you'd need to find this, but anyway, two bits of chewing gum were found on the underside of the wooden bales. Fucking Alabama! Just six of the bales! What flavour do you reckon? Great. Great. Gotta be great. Every other one's a fucking piece of shit. Grape Hubba is the best. So they're on the underside of the bales, securing them to the top of the stumps. Someone went to knock the stumps off. And the bales just didn't dislodge, Woodford coach John Houston said. Interesting that, he used, <laughs> interesting that he used incorrect cricket terminology there. Someone went to knock the stumps off. What, steal them? Yeah. Their car. <laughs> <laughs> There's a streaker come running across. <laughs> a streaker came out, just took him. Jumped in the back of the ute and poof, out of there. I just need some stumps. Poof, gone. How's that? Uh, How's that job? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, we went to pick the bales up and it, square brackets, chewing gum, was underneath the bales, end quote. Mr. Houston said his club was, wasn't accusing the West Warrnambool Warriors of cheating, but they remained baffled why the chewing gum was there in the first place. Quote, baffled. it wasn't an overly windy day. I don't know. It's just a bit confusing. It's happened, really, he said. <laughs> so they are accusing him. Yeah, they are. Yeah. But they're denying We're accusing not accusing him of... We're not accusing them of cheating, but we're putting it in the paper so everyone knows they did. <laughs> so other people can infer that you are cheating fucking dogs. <laughs> we're not saying it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole community. We're not saying know. it. We're not denying it. We're not saying it, but if you if you have a semi-professional podcast you'd like to mention it on, yeah. you can say it. <laughs> Yeah, the Woodford Eels won the Division 1 match by four runs. They set West Warrnambool a target of 183 in their 45 overs. Interesting comp playing 45 over cricket. Yeah, West shit. Warrnambool Warriors were bowled out for under 79. Mm. Match went right down to the Warrant, but the team at Woodford Eels said the chewing gum incident didn't affect the result of the match. Nah, Quote, we're not saying that the Chewy would have changed the result either way. We just can't believe it was there, end quote. How, oh, how could it get there? Yeah. Quote, everyone sort of said they had nothing to do with it. No, of course End they quote. Didn't. Quote, it's probably not in the spirit of cricket in some regards. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> in in every regard. fucking regard. <laughs> <laughs> does, um, does, Cam, does Cam Bancroft play for this? Yeah, oh, he might. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably would have wanted yeah. a fucking sporting declaration. Oh, no, that's funny. Pairs can mix those guys up all the time. It's, an investigation has commenced, and Wilnable District Cricket Association President Gordon... Clan McLeod will lead the three-person review. <laughs> Quote, it's in the very early stages of the investigation. It's important we get all the information for everyone involved. 
said Mr. McLeod. I believe, Alex, that Mr. McLeod used to work as a state coroner. So he's just, he's not the police. He's just gathering hey, information, hey, making an hey. impartial decision. <laughs> hey, I'm the president of the league here. I'm just making an impartial decision. Yeah, you're not just I'm an impartial not, observer. Yeah. Hey, yeah, I'm, not I'm, not to, I'm not here to lay down the law. I'm not part of the police, you know. So just, yeah. just give me all your information. And I'll put it on the paper that I don't think you're cheating, but you can infer that you cheat. <laughs> Uh, so, after he said it was in the very early stages of the investigation, he then said it'll happen sooner rather than later because we don't want to have this thing hanging around for a long time. What is, what's what's going to happen sure in the what investigation? What? They're going to investigate. They're going to be impartial observers, Alex. CCTV. So you yeah, reckon they're going to ban chewing gum? Yeah, could, well, they'll end up doing that, Nick. Grape only. Bloody PC culture can't do anything these days. Can't put bloody... So what I'm going to say is the thing wouldn't be videoed because it's local cricket, probably on the hard wicket gypsies too. So there's no video of the thing. What are they going to do? Interview people. That's what they'll do. Did you do it, Dave? No. (laughs) Okay. Talk to the umpires. Did you see anything? No, we rocked up five minutes before the game. Okay. Mm. We put the stumps in. We walked off and sat down. Probably the fucking umpires. You reckon? Bit of controversy. Get the name in the paper. Well, I reckon McLeod did it trying because he wants to investigate something and there's nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. real boring style comp, so he's like, fuck yeah. it, I'll get involved. Yeah, yeah no one's cheating on my points. nothing to do with I've got a few quotes to finish with here Ooh. for us. Um, during the time I've been here, which is quite a long time, doesn't every yep. league president say that? I've yep. never <laughs> understood of or heard anything similar, and I'm not suggesting there's anything sinister involved here either. With anything like this that happens, you don't expect for it to have happened. No, you don't. <laughs> Nothing sinister. Not in every respect is, is it not in the spirit, spirit of the, the game. game. This um, guy sounds like a fucking clown. Yeah, clown. So is the um, <laughs> is there any photos of this president, Ross? Is he a big beefy fella? Yeah, did he uh, perhaps wear an eye vest? Is he wearing eye vest? Yeah, I could scroll down. Oh, it's an enormous obese cunt wearing an eye vest. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's just a laughs> uh, yeah. Um, uh, it's not yet known. We don't expect this. We, we don't expect this kind of thing to happen. I think that's what the blokes at Chernobyl said as well. Shut it down. We didn't expect shit. It. Oh well, I expected this to happen. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> uh, investigation. I didn't Nothing. predict this. <laughs> That's what the, guy, the first guy, when, when his computer screen at Chernobyl started flashing red, he just pointed to his and said, Well, I didn't predict this this morning, did I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not yet known when the committee will release the results of the investigation and the oh, West Indian Warriors Cricket Club was contacted but, contacted, but they were unavailable for comment. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's They're a busy. story that I found <laughs> yeah. through ABC Ballarat. So, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Daniel Miles there, the investigative journalist for ABC Southwest. <laughs> I think if he gets to the bottom of this, you'll see yeah. him next working Porter. on Four Corners. Walkley's. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, reporter for Four Corners. Yep. In the Warnable Warriors defence, maybe they're with Optus and they can't get any um, reception down Warnable Way. <laughs> Old DP, whatever his name is, doing the investigative journalism. Mm. I think he broke Watergate too. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it, uh, but yeah. 
Have a quick fly through some international cricket. Afghanistan and West Indies have been playing in India, and Afghanistan oh. rolled twice for under 200, and the West Indies have just won that game, making a uh, nine wicket win. Yeah, one for 33. Oh, the big fella. Yeah, big Rakeem. The cornhole. Cornhole. He's the first West Indian. To, he's the first West Indian to take a seven for since the since like the nineteen seventies or something. Wow. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Just bowling yeah. these straight breaks from a great height mm. and yeah. a great weight. Yeah, he got a bit beyond him though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. He put some uh, torque on right. the ball. He's pulled one hundred and fifty off spin as he is. <laughs> hundred and fifty k's an hour. I think. Really? I think the Bangladesh. Bangladesh have probably just intimidated that a sight screen was bothering that. <laughs> 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 uh, you don't, don't make light of uh, the uh, America's president of the Ibler, lads. Well, he's... He's a president. He's almost yeah. first ballot Hall of Fame. He's the, the youngest, he? youngest president yeah. the uh, America's Ibler's ever had. He's got to be first ballot. Yeah. Mm. So is yeah, this his is... third... Sorry. Go, Russ. Yeah. No, is this his third test? I think something yeah, something like that. Like that. Yeah. So he's one man of the match. So in the first innings, he took seven for 75. And in the second innings, uh-huh. he took three for 46. Ooh, so God, he's... Temper. Uh, oh, temper. Yeah, so mm. there you go. And he wasn't mucking around. He took the the, three of the top five in the second innings. And he's seven for in the first innings. Yeah, it wasn't all down the bottom. He got... Uh, got them all. One, two, three, four, five, six. He got um, six of the top seven out. There you go. Yeah, you know, I'd so, like to know yeah, for next episode. Yeah, has there ever been a bowler who's taken ten wickets across two innings, but dismissed every batsman in the game? Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's above my pay grade. Yeah, but I think that's a good question. Yeah. Sorry, Ross, I interrupted Put you. Put that out to the listeners. No. Mm. Maybe you're welcome. Get some heat. Mm. Get some critical mass count. Mm. And finally, as we swing around the world, it's uh, England versus New Zealand. This match yeah. that was going on at the same time as the first test in Brisbane. England batted first, yeah, 353 all out. Ben Stokes, 91. Joe Denley, 74. Yeah, all for naught, wasn't it, Ross? All for fucking nothing. Neil Wagner, 3 for 90. Uh, New Zealand then, they were going uh, not so great until BJ <laughs> Watling and my man... They were 597 until BJ Watling and my man Colin de Gronholm got to Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, he bowled well too, Ross. And then he made 65, but then Mitch Sant- um, Santner came in. He made 126, yep. and BJ Watling Santa made 205. Calls. Nine for 615 declared. Stu Broad, a Ginfer, none for 64. Jofra, 107. Cool. Apparently he's bowling mediums for half that game. It was the invented bowling shit. Yep. <laughs> oh, blind man's bluff Jack Leach 2 for 150 Benny Stokes 2 for 74 and Joe Root 1 for 67 jeez he they bought a lot of overs shit <laughs> 201 overs goodness Jesus man. by the way um, yes Joffre Archer bowled more overs than, in that innings than in, in Stu Broad's entire career than he's bowled in one innings does that make sense so, so he's, no, had, he's bowled more... He bowled like 50 overs or something. So he's like bowled more innings in in than Stu Broad's ever bowled Yes. In yeah, okay. Isn't that and fucking Stu Broad's played 120 oh, okay. tests. They yeah. bowled him into the fucking yeah. ground. I, like, as much as we mm. joke about Joffre Archer, to me, he shouldn't be a... He bowls the most overs in your team bowler. Yeah. 
No, no way, no. Also, I'm just correct does it, can too, because um, Broad and Curran bowled 33 and 35, and Archer's bowled 42. That's another spell's worth, you know, seven or eight hours yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Very. I really feel for Ben Stokes, you know, coming back to play his home test and, you know, misses out on the time. <laughs> doesn't take many wickets. Well, <laughs> got a few runs, but, you know, that's not... Yeah. It's not like a nice more... ground, the Mount Manganui. It's one of the more picturesque grounds in New Zealand, I think. Ever been there, mate? Uh, yeah, no, I haven't, but I heard it was nice when I was there. Um, what? I'm second innings. I didn't get out of uh, second gear. 197 all out, 5 for 44 for Neil Wagner. And a duck to old blind man's bluff, Marty Leach. Good on him. All right, yeah, Poe was... BJ Watling. Test debut for Dom Sibley, never heard of him. Javagal Shrinas no. was a match referee though, which is good to hear. Very good. We've just got one off the text line, Ross. Um, mm. Brett Lacey, a uh, friend of the show, fan of the Captain show, Morning. sent us a message saying that Neil Kublai had taken 10 for 74 in an innings. Which is correct. Yeah. What I want to know yeah. has it has it been spread over too many? Oh, extra layer. Yeah. So five in each, or six in one, four in the other, yeah. but all batsmen dismissed yeah. by the same bowler. You reckon that bloke who took fifteen? I'll let, I'll let you know by the end of this two. weekend if I've done it or not. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Visualising that in the shower, Mick. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you don't think you can do it? You'll never do it. That's it. Yeah, very true. I think that's how. On that note, it's a wrap. We're all major yeah, social media and podcasting platforms. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, Twitter at Midoff Cricket. Our next podcast will be in a fortnight. Until next time, it's bye for now. Thanks for listening. All right, see you later. See Shit, fellas. Well, no, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, well, it could have been better if it made an effort, but who gives a fuck? <laughs> yes, he's got it in. <laughs> uh, I was about to shut off the recording, but I was like, <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.